Hello, welcome back to Harvey's Huddle. I'm your host, Jackson Harvey. I Right off the bat, I just gotta apologize. We were not able to get an episode out for week eight of NFL action, but we're back, we're ready. It was a crazy week as well. Um, lots of upsets going on, lots of exciting games. The last undefeated team in the NFL has been defeated, and... There's a lot of really close, um, really close scenarios right now as we head into the latter half of the NFL season. Again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. If uh, you got some social media, which I know you do, head over to Instagram at Harvey's Huddle. On Twitter, we are at Harvey's underscore Huddle. And we're also on Facebook. Go like that Facebook page. Harvey's Huddle is the name of the page. And yeah, it's nice to hear from you guys. It was nice to hear from you guys this last week about some of my picks. Uh, right now, I am 80 and 42 when it comes to picks, which I've, I've had a couple of good weeks. But head over to those uh, social media pages and we can talk about some of the picks that I make. I'm also going to be posting uh, my top 10 list over there. And... That might have actually brought you here, so we're going to jump right into the top 10. Uh, at number 10, I've got the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, a lot of you might think, okay, we probably shouldn't have the Bengals in the top 10 list. They just lost to the Jets in a shootout with Mike White. If you saw that coming, then uh, I need to talk to you because I, uh, I need some tips. But... The Bengals, tough loss against the Jets. I still think they're a fantastic team. I think Joe Burrow is still a young quarterback. Like we got to remember that. He is still a young quarterback. He's still trying to figure out what's going on and how to how to face some certain situations. Uh, it looked like he was keying in a little bit too much, in my opinion, on Jamar Chase. And I think he's just it's just one of those games where you play, you lose, and you learn from it, and you move on. And I think the Bengals will do great um, in that department in the next couple weeks. At number nine, I have the Tennessee Titans. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, you know I'm not too high on the Titans. Uh, I've thought they have been quite overrated for the last while. Of course, they went in, they went and uh, beat Buffalo on Monday Night Football, and then they went and completely dismantled the Kansas City Chiefs. And they just barely, barely won this week against the Indianapolis Colts. But I think this loss of Derrick Henry is going to prove to be fatal for this Tennessee Titans team. Sure, you're bringing in Adrian Peterson. Great veteran presence, which in my opinion is probably why you're bringing him in more so than his ability to play. Uh, he's like 100 years old. Like, why... Why not go for a Todd Gurley? Or I just drives me crazy. I don't know why. I well, I know why. Adrian Peterson is a great running back, and he's proved to be great throughout his career. Um, but he's old, and I'm sorry if you're going to expect him to take the workload of Derrick Henry, then you're going to be very, very, very disappointed. And in my opinion, it's safe to say right now that this big three idea that the Tennessee Titans had with Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry, 
this season, right off for that. I mean, this just proves it. Julio Jones has been on the field for like maybe a game and a half. Um, Derrick Henry now is going to be out the rest of the season. And you got A.J. Brown. He's producing well. It's just he's really the only person there. Uh, so we'll probably see the Titans fall out of it in the next few weeks is my prediction. But right now I got them at number nine. At number eight, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brady is playing great. They struggled versus the Saints, uh, but I think this team is just fine. I think once they get Antonio Brown back, things are going to be a little different, but the Bucks are fine. They're doing great work there, and uh, I don't think there's any reason for us to be worried about them. At number seven, I have the Los Angeles Chargers. They've had a couple weeks of tough losses. They lost to the Ravens, and they lost to the... They lost to the Patriots this week. Talk about deflating. This is where we're going to see how good, just how good, Justin Herbert is. How will he rebound? How will this team rebound as a collective unit? How are you guys going to get back on your feet and push for either the AFC West uh, division title or that one of the three wildcard spots. So it's up to them. It's up to see if this team is elite by the way they rebound or are they going to cower back and start to feel bad for themselves. You got to get up. You got to move on. You got to win some games here. Uh, number six, I got the Baltimore Ravens. I really haven't seen much about them the last few weeks. I know they had a bye week last week, so... Not much. They're still great. Lamar Jackson is still a fantastic ball player. He's throwing the ball very well this season, and I think they deserve a number six nod. At number five, I have the Buffalo Bills. They had a tight win against Miami. Not very convincing for Buffalo's kind of caliber of team versus Miami, who's like, they're like one in seven. They're not playing well at all. Uh, not very convincing, but I think this Bills team is still one of the best. At number four, I might get some flack about this, but I got the Green Bay Packers at number four. A lot of, like, the NFL's official page and all of, like, everyone's putting the Packers number one. Why are you putting the Green Bay Packers as the number one team in the league in power rankings? There is no way, no conceivable thought that the Green Bay Packers are the best team in the NFL right now. In my honest opinion, they did not win that game against Arizona. They are very lucky to have come out of Arizona's of that Arizona game with a win. They are incredibly lucky. They better send some sort of compensation to A.J. Green because he won that game for the Green Bay Packers. The Packers didn't do anything to win that game. They played well, sure. They had a good showing early on, but Kyler Murray took over in that last part of the fourth quarter, and he brought the Cardinals to the brink of winning, and A.J. Green blew it. I don't think the Packers deserve to be any higher than number four right now. They have a good offense. They have a good defense. But no way are they going to beat these top three teams. And if if everything goes right for the top three teams, of course, they beat the Cardinals. 
Props to you. You can't take a win away from them. A win is a win is a win. I'll always say that. But the Green Bay Packers got lucky on Thursday Night Football. You got lucky. You got extremely lucky. So I'll get off my soapbox on that. Y'all can yell at me if you want, but the Green Bay Packers at number four. At number three, I have the Los Angeles Rams. Von Miller is going to make this team a living nightmare. I am so excited to see how he can really affect this team and bring it to the next level. Uh, Great pickup by the Rams. Great job by them. The offense is on fire right now. We'll talk about them later on in this episode, but great job by the Rams. Great pickups. Uh, Number two, I got the Dallas Cowboys. They're a complete team right now. I'm a little concerned about Dak Prescott and his injury situation, but... Um, I'm I'm excited for the Cowboys and for this team. They they are a really good team. They took care of business, even with just Cooper, just Cooper Rush in at quarterback on Sunday Night Football. They took care of business because they're they're a good team. They're a good unit right now. And watch out because uh, they're they're scary contenders right now. And at number one, I've got the Cardinals. Sorry, I just think they're a better team. They are. They are the best team in the NFL right now. They are the most complete team when they're on the field the way that they are um, and when they aren't daydreaming in the middle of their route. Um, they are the best team in the league, and no one's going to take that away from them right now, uh, in in my honest opinion. In my honest opinion, the Cardinals are the team to beat in the NFC and in the NFL. You Nine times out of ten... A.J. Green's going to make that play at the end of the game. But the Green Bay Packers picked up on the one time, the one time that A.J. Green just, his controller died. He he did not have, I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Like, I'm not sure how you can, it didn't even look like he was trying to, like, maybe a little bit like he was trying to block the defender, but man, it was frustrating. It was frustrating. Not only because I bet on that game. It was the first game I ever bet on. And I put a bet on the Cardinals. So that was frustrating. But it's just... It, it blows my mind that that team could be undefeated still. And have a really good shot at uh, at staying undefeated. But you know what? It is what it is. They got a loss in the column now. Get it over with early. Get it over with and uh, and move forward just like the Chargers. Move forward and just cream the 49ers this week. It's going to be good. Uh, so there you have it. Bengals, Titans, Bucks, Chargers, Ravens, Bills, Packers, Rams, Cowboys, Cardinals. Let me know what you think on those social media channels at Harvey's Huddle on Instagram, at Harvey's underscore Huddle on Twitter. And we will head into our game previews this week. We're going to first talk about Tennessee taking on the Los Angeles Rams. Ryan, or of course, these two teams are uh, in some interesting waters. Tennessee is the number one seed right now. If the playoffs started today, they're the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, let that sink in a little bit. The Tennessee Titans right now are the number one seed in the AFC. That shouldn't be happening. As a longtime Jacksonville Jaguars fan, that frustrates the heck out of me. <laughs> because I do not think this team is as good as they 
have a how do I say it? I I don't think this team is as good as their record shows. I really don't. And like I said at the top of the show, it's going to show uh, in the next few weeks without Derrick Henry in the lineup. Anyways, Tennessee's number one. The Rams, who I think are leaps and bounds above Tennessee, they're number five in the NFC. Uh, just because he got the Cardinals... They've got a win under their belt against the Rams as well. So uh, Ryan Tannehill last week in their overtime win against the Colts, he went 23 of 33 for 265 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. Derrick Henry had 28 carries, 68 yards, and zero touchdowns on the day. How will Peterson fill in for Henry? Henry, Henry, this is going to be the big question. How are these running backs going to be able to fill in for Derrick Henry um, is Julio Jones going to be even on the field? What's going to happen? A.J. Brown's been carrying this team right now in terms of receiving. He went uh, and had 10 catches on 11 targets for 155 yards and one touchdown. I think he needs to continue his uh, continue his workload if this team's going to have a chance against the Rams. The Tennessee defense right now, they're allowing 63% completion percentage, 7th in the NFL. Uh, 2,139 yards have been allowed in the passing game in this season. That's 28th in the NFL. And they're allowing 4.5 yards per carry on the ground. That's 25th overall in the entire league. Uh, Going against a Rams team that can put it up through the air, and lately Daryl Henderson's been playing great on the ground. Tennessee might have uh, quite the... Quite the difficult day trying to contain this Rams defense that I think is just, it's fantastic. Take take the Rams offense that uh, took them to the Super Bowl a few years ago, and I think he got a better offensive unit here with Matt Stafford, with Daryl Henderson, with Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, even Van Jefferson. They just, they just waved Deshaun Jackson, of course, but... He wasn't really making an impact anyways and seemed like he was more negative in the things that I was seeing and the news clippings I was seeing. So good move by that front office, I think, to just say, hey, I know you're unhappy about your situation, Deshaun, so go out and find your find yourself somewhere else to go because we're not going to be able to trade you. Uh, Matt Stafford, in their win against the Houston Texans on Sunday, he went 21 to 32, 305 yards, three touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Daryl Henderson, he had 14 carries for 90 yards and a touchdown. Like I said, this offense is on fire. This offense is scary. They currently have 2,482 passing yards on the season and 22 touchdowns, both of which are second most in the NFL. Uh, they've also only allowed eight sacks on the season. This offensive line is fan-freaking-tastic. Uh, that's tied for first in the NFL. And then this defense. I'm excited to see Von Miller. I'm excited to see how he can help this defensive front. Aaron Donald's been kind of stifled a little bit this season. Um, he gets double-teamed. He gets triple-teamed, of course. But uh, it's going to be interesting how... Teams are going to have to adjust the way that they play this Rams defense because you not only have, or you don't only have Aaron Donald to worry about in that front 
set. You have Von Miller to worry about, and he can come anywhere. He's not going to just come from the edge or the interior. He's going to come from anywhere he can from that linebacker spot. So this is going to be very interesting to see how the Rams utilize Von Miller and the success that they will have. Uh, nine passing touchdowns allowed by this defense all season long. That's tied for second least in the NFL. They also have 11 interceptions on the season, which is tied for first in the NFL. And they have 25 sacks on the season, which is also first in the NFL. This Rams team, like I said, they are leaps and bounds above this Tennessee Titans team. And I think the Titans are going to struggle in their first game without Derrick Henry. I think the Rams are going to fly high here. Um, play your Rams receivers. Play your Rams tight ends. Tyler Higby would be a good pickup if you're in a deeper league that you don't really have a reliable tight end. Pick up Higby. Pick up Van Jefferson if you need a wide receiver. Uh, Cooper Cup, of course. Play him. This is going to be a good game for the Rams offense. I'm going to take the Rams winning this one 35-20, to 20, the final score. Now, finally, let's head over to our second preview. We're going to look at one that I'm, I'm going to say, and you might think, why Why did you choose those two teams this, this game? Um, we're going to take a look at the New England Patriots taking on the Carolina Panthers. Now, the Panthers are currently sitting in the seventh seed. They have that third wild card spot right now, um, in week after week eight. They they are good there. They're in the playoffs if it ended today. They're both four and four, by the way. Uh, the Patriots they're currently tied for the seventh seed, that third wild card spot, and they're tied with the Los Angeles Chargers, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Cleveland Browns, and the Denver Broncos. They're in a five-way tie with those four teams for the seventh seed. Right now, the Chargers have the upper hand against everyone, but they're in a tie. So these games and this latter half of the season is going to mean so much for the New England Patriots. Mac Jones just beat, they just beat the Los Angeles Chargers. Props to them. He went 18-35, 218 yards, zero touchdowns, and zero interceptions in that huge win. Damian Harris, he had 23 carries on the day for 80 yards and a touchdown. Nelson Aguilar was their leading receiver. He had three catches on six targets for 60 yards. And the defense, Adrian Phillips, he had two interceptions and threw in a pick six with one of those two to really seal the game for the Patriots. This defense is also, they are allowing 60.9% of their passes to be completed, which is third in the NFL. They have 10 interceptions on the season, which is tied for fifth in the NFL. And this defense might be the, the key that they need to really take it to the Panthers and potentially win. Mac Jones has looked fantastic. Um, he's some people's choice for rookie of the year right now, but I... Sure, yeah, why not? Offensive rookie of the year, at least, maybe, yeah. I I think Jamar Chase kind of leads the category in that, but uh, Mac Jones, he's finding a way to win, even though he didn't throw in any touchdowns, uh, and his completion percentage there is quite atrocious. He's doing a good job. He's doing a solid job for a rookie quarterback kind of just thrown in there. Um, Sam Darnold 
in their win against Atlanta. He went 13 to 24, 129 yards, zero touchdowns, and zero interceptions as well. Uh, he also had eight carries on the ground for 66 yards in that close win. Chuba Hubbard, the rookie running back, he had 24 carries for 82 yards and a touchdown as well. The good news for Hubbard, or the bad news for Hubbard, I don't know, whatever way you look at it, uh, Christian McCaffrey is rumored to potentially start in this next game. And if it's not this game, it's week 10. Last time we heard that, though, he was placed on IR again. So who knows what's going to happen with Christian McCaffrey and his situation, but... The news right now is that he could be coming back. So look out for that because if McCaffrey's coming back, then the Panthers are going to run away with it. I mean, there's no way the Patriots' defense can stop McCaffrey. And if they try to, then DJ Moore is going to get unleashed. DJ Moore, he had four catches for eight targets on Sunday for 59 yards. Um, I'm kind of doubtful that McCaffrey's going to be back. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think it would be... A little smarter to keep him out at least until week 10. This defense right now, they're allowing 6.5 yards per pass attempt, which is fourth in the NFL. They've allowed 1,511 yards through the air, which is fourth in the NFL as well. And also tied for fourth in the NFL, they have 21 sacks on the season. Now we'll have to see. I'm excited to see Stephon Gilmore play his old team. Um, expect him. I expect him to at least get one turnover, one interception off of Mac Jones. I think that would be fantastic. I think it's going to be a closer game. Again, I'm kind of doubtful if McCaffrey's going to be there, but I think the Panthers are still going to be able to pull it out. 24-21, your final score. And of course, if McCaffrey's there, that score will be much higher and have a much larger margin um, of victory for the Panthers. There you have it. I got the Rams winning against the Titans, the Panthers winning against the Patriots. Let me know what you think. I'll post all my other predictions as well, as usual, on Instagram and on Twitter. I want to hear your thoughts. Hit me up on Instagram, at Harvey's Huddle, on Twitter, at Harvey's underscore Huddle, or on Facebook. Harvey's Huddle is the page name. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Enjoy some Week 9 NFL action. I'm Jackson Harvey. This has been Harvey's Huddle. Take care.